Welcome back, everyone, to the Playing With Matches podcast, part two. I am your host, Easton Bennett. Excited to have you guys on here for another episode, and uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys today. We're going to be talking a little bit about what the company is that I'm even running, for those of you who don't know. So I'll talk about it, tell you the things I do, tell you when it was started, all the backstory, so then you kind of have that under your belt if you want to refer back to it or if you didn't know in the first place. So after we talk about that, I'm going to be talking about working for free, when you should do it, when you shouldn't do it, um, some of my strategies, maybe some of my stories for when I was beginning or when I was just starting. So we'll talk about that and then maybe at the end we'll, we'll chat about a little, a couple more things, but nothing in particular. So first off, yeah, let's just talk about, let's just talk about Bennett Creative Media as a whole. Um, I started it in 2018 unofficially in the summer. I took my parents' camera and I kind of said, hey, actually it was the beginning of 2018, just after Christmas, my grandma bought me this podcast set actually and a, a few things. So I took my parents' camera, brought it back to Steinbeck where I was where I was at at the time. And I decided that I wanted to film like almost like a YouTube show that was kind of resembling Jimmy Fallon. But I know that it, I realized early on that it was going tits up, so I, I snipped that in the bud, and then I started making videos, so I've been watching Peter McKinnon on YouTube, he's a Canadian filmmaker, and he makes some cool videos, so I kind of got inspired from him, and I started making some below average videos, and started taking some photos, and I really liked the whole process of putting a video together, and then showing it to people, so I liked that it took me like, three or four hours to make a video, edit it, plan it, all that stuff. And then I came out with a two minute or three minute edit or whatever, even 30 seconds. And I like that feeling. I, I don't know why, but I like the feeling of so much work going behind one thing and then being, being able to show that in an actual physical form, which was the video or photo at that time. Obviously photos didn't take as long as videos, but I, I enjoyed both of them. I'm, I still like videos a little bit more than I do like photos. So Maybe that'll change one day, I'm not entirely sure, but but that's that's where it kind of started, and I took my parents' camera, and then once I came back for the summer, I uh, started reaching out to some businesses to create free content for them, which we'll talk about a little bit later, and I made some videos, kind of honed my skills a little bit, and then when I came back up to Stein back in the fall, I couldn't work for the businesses in Minot anymore. So I, I started reaching out to businesses in Steinbeck, doing some videos for them. Did a couple for the big board at the hockey rink. Did a couple just for just for clients around town that wanted some videos. I, I mainly did it just so I could sharpen my skills. I wasn't looking for any money or compensation by any means, but I just wanted to learn and I just wanted to sharpen my skills for when I came back to Minot. So I did that in 2018 and then early 2019, which is a few months ago, I you know, kind of pushed more and more towards the video company. And I knew this was something that I wanted to do, but I didn't want it to be just videos because I know project work, it can get kind of wishy-washy here and there. You might have work, you might not. So I, I created a plan to almost make it so I could commoditize the videos and make it sustainable and almost more of, how should I word this here? make it more so that I could, I tried to make it so it was more, or I'm trying, not tried, I'm trying to make it so it's more financially 
dependables and just project work and who knows what kind of projects I'm going to have at that time. So I started off with that, filed for an LLC, got that up and going. So now it's actually a legitimate business and got my website built and all that. And now, now I'm off to the races. I'm trying to get my feet wet in Minot and actually, actually build it. So that's how it kind of started. Now I can tell you guys a little bit about what I do. So I like to say it's a full service digital agency. Um, obviously some of the, th some of the things that I offer are video production, um, brand strategy, creative, and I also have a branch that branches off of Bennett Creative Media, which I call Bennett Creative Experience. And that's going to kind of be the event hosting and that sort of thing. So that's, that's still in the works. I have one event coming up in June. You guys might've heard of it or not. We can talk about that a little bit later, but let's just start full service digital agency. I like to say that because I don't want to, I don't want to pin myself as just one thing. I don't want to say, Oh, I'm the video production guy and that's all I can do. Right? So full service digital agency that that's video, that's photo, that's strategy meetings, that's creative planning. That's obviously the business, the influencer festival, which like I said, we'll talk about later, but that's more on the experience side and the event hosting. And so I, I wanted to get a bunch of different things under my belt. So then I can give the client whatever they're looking for. I can't just say, Oh, I can't do that. I'm the video guy. Right. So you want to, obviously you've all heard the saying, don't put all your eggs in one basket. So that's what I'm trying not to do. I have a few other plans of, of ways I can branch out and offer my services, whether that be weddings or senior pictures or that kind of thing. So now I'll talk about these individually, just so you can kind of get a rough guess or whatever of what they are. So video production, I like to just call the production, which is on my website. And that's literally just producing your, your idea or your video or your photo or campaign, maybe whatever you have. But that's if you came to us, you reached out to us and you said, we have a video, we want it to be 30 seconds. Here's the script, here's the idea, here's what we want it to be. We need someone to produce it. Me, I'd look it over, I'd determine if it's something that I wanted to do or not. Most of the time, probably yes, unless it's I can't do it, then I'd refer to you, refer you to someone else in town that I would know. But if we do do the project, <laughs> I said do do, if we do the project, then um, then we'd get the ball rolling. We'd come in, um, we'd produce your video, film it, edit it, all that good stuff, give it to you in whatever form you needed. So whether you want that for TVs or broadcast or whatever you want it for, you can get that form. And then once you have the video and we have the compensation that was agreed upon, it's done. That's, that's all it is, right? So we just produce the video, nothing more, nothing less. Obviously we probably try to upsell you because that's just how business works, right? And then, and then we go from there. So that's the, that's the production side of it. So that's just one thing we offer. The second thing we offer is strategy. Now this doesn't, this doesn't include any really execution on ideas or plans. Strategy is mainly for people that are looking to grow their online presence, but they, they just want the tips and tricks and knowledge to actually do so. So this is where we'd sit down for a meeting. Beforehand, I would do market research and kind of get to know your business a little bit, kind of get to know your business a little bit. And then we would sit down and we would chat about actual tactical ideas and strategies that you can implement into your business, whether that be 
hashtags on Instagram or contextual content for each platform you're using or how to use Instagram stories and Instagram TV and stuff like that. We'd go over those things and then once we have a plan and some tactical ideas, I would put together, my team and I would put together a, almost like a portfolio or a plan that you have in the physical, like in your hand and you can look it over and go back and say, are we doing this right? Are we following the plan? Are we doing what we talked about? And then we go from there. So that, the strategy is literally just your plan. We, we don't execute on anything. We would obviously want to try to tell you like, hey, we'd rather produce this and execute the ideas that we have laid forth instead of you going on it on your own. But if you wish not to, and you wish to just part after the meeting that we have and just take the plan and run, that is totally okay too. Now prices for that obviously vary, but we're, we're mainly set on an hourly price, which you can check out on the website. Um, so that's the strategy, just a meeting, just a strategy plan, macro plan that you have just so you can execute and grow your, grow your business. Okay, so the third thing that we offer is actually called the creative service. Um, for this, it's mainly us all, focusing all of our efforts on mapping out a creative strategy for your business's marketing content production, and then we execute on that. So if you, if you do decide to go this way, you would get the meeting just like in the strategy, and we would come up with a macro plan and tactical ideas to do all of the things that your, your brand and business wants to accomplish, and then we would execute actually on those on those plans and those strategies. So for this, we'd work a month in ahead. So if we wanted to have content for June, we would be working on the June content all of May in which we'd come up with ideas and plans and imaginative content to bring your brand's story to life. And we would do that. Once June comes, we'd give you a flash drive. You could you have all the content to post on your social media and you have the plan of what it tells you to do. So it tells you where to post it, which hashtags to use, when to run ads. Now for an extra fee, we can obviously we can obviously work something out where we would actually run it. So we would log into your guys' account, we would run all your posting, all your social media, and we'd go from there. So that's a creative, that's, that's my main, that's really our main, um, our main service we offer. And that's, that's probably my favorite too, because no one wants to get just a strategy package and then hold on to it and not, not do anything with it. Right? So if you get the strategy package and you get the video production and content production and you bundle those together, you're going to have a great, you're going to have a great plan. You're going to have great content, high quality content for all your social media. And it's, it's going to change your business in the long run because if we're being honest here, all of the eyes are on social media. So if you aren't producing content as many times as you can a day, then you're going to be vulnerable in the long run, right? Because literally all of the eyes are on social media and that's, that's just the way you reach people. And with the tools out there for Facebook targeted ads and Facebook dark posts and Instagram story ads and Google AdWords and YouTube pre-roll ads based on Google search query, all that kind of stuff. It's just, there's so many tools and tactics that you can use to, to reach your audience. And I think that's just really where the creative um, package for us comes into play. So that's, that's really our main thing. Now, the fourth thing we offer is the Bennett creative experience, which is mainly experiencing what Bennett creative media is all about. This is an event hosting 
branch of the business. So we have one event actually under that branch and it's the Business Influencer Festival, which is June 19th and 20th, where we, it's a two day festival composed of keynotes and networking opportunities. And it, it's gonna be a blast. Um, Bennett Creative Experience, we're hoping to just host and create events for the youth to learn about business. Because when I was growing up, I didn't really necessarily have anything to learn about it. I kind of just had to do it myself, but I feel like it would be a great opportunity for the youth to actually go to some events and learn what starting a business is all about and kind of get a head start on running a business if they wanted to. So that's what we're really focusing on for that side of things. We're super interested in getting as many events across the state, across the country as we can. Obviously, we're going to start small. We're going to start here in Minot. We have our event this June, so we're excited about that. But those are the four main things we do. So we full service digital agency that does video production, which is obviously just producing your ideas. Strategy, which is the meeting to get you a plan. Creative, which is video production or content production and the strategy bundled together into a creative package, which we would execute on. And then the experience, which is the event hosting and creating. If you want to know any more about those, you can contact me on the website. I have a fill out form or you can reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you know where to find me. Um, we'll go from there and we can get the ball rolling. So now that you guys kind of have an idea of what Bennett Creative Media is, let's talk about what the actual podcast is supposed to be about today and that is um, working for free. So when I was um, starting Bennett Creative Media, I, I wasn't entirely sure where to start. So I was reading a couple things and it's just you got to start, right? So the first thing you need is a portfolio. So these are some times when I'd say you should work for free and when it's a good idea. And number one is when you need to build a portfolio. So if you're just starting out and you have no professional work done or under your belt to show other people, then you need to build a reel or a portfolio that you can show people. So when I first started, I reached out to a couple of businesses in Minot and I said, hey, I'll make you a free video. I'm just trying to just trying to get some videos on my belt, just trying to add to my portfolio. Is it okay once I'm done if I use it? 99% of the time they say yes because obviously it's more exposure for them if you're showing people their work. So 99% of the time they say yes, you'll have something for your por portfolio and that's that's just how you gotta start, right? You Like you gotta work for free. You can't go into a business and say, hey, I'll make you a video but it's gonna be $500. And they say, okay, can we see some work you've done? And you say, oh, well, I've never done work for any businesses. Like that just, that doesn't make sense, right? None of, no one with a brain would actually let you do that. Um, and most of the time, if you do do free work, said do do again, if you do free work, um, they, they almost feel like they need to compensate you. So they'll get you a gift card or they'll send you a thank you letter or some kind of thing to almost pay you but not pay you. So keep that in mind too. Obviously don't expect it, but it, it definitely can happen. So just use those, those free videos that you're doing for businesses to kind of sharpen your skills and do them to the best quality you can. Don't just think, oh, they're not paying me, so I'm not going to try very hard. Even if it's free, do it like they're paying you 20 grand and that, that work is going to be super, super good. And it doesn't even matter if you're not doing videos. Say it's a painting or say it's a drawing or say you're doing a campaign for them for some ads. Do that to your best of the ability and if they're blown away by what you do, 
they're probably going to hire you again, right? They're likely going to want to work with you, want more of that same content or whatever you produce for them. So obviously when you're starting, build your portfolio, do some free work. It's not a bad idea. Now, the second option is when you need to get your foot in the door. So say you really want to work for a big client or maybe you want to get into an industry. Maybe I want to make videos for, you know, automotive dealerships, right? I've never made a car video. I've never worked with a dealership and I want to get my foot in the door. Maybe I call up a local dealership and I say, Hey, trying to get my foot in the door into the, into the car industry. Can I make a free commercial for you guys? And they say, awesome. Sure. Let's do it. You get your foot in the door. Once you give them the video, they're like, Oh my God, this video is awesome. We want, we want you to make all of our content. Right. And just like that, it takes one interaction, your foot's in the door. Obviously they, that's the saying they use, but you make one free video for them and it, it's the snowball effect. And all of a sudden you're doing all of their work, right? So if you want to get your foot in the door, you really need to show someone, but you don't want to charge them because they have all of the leverage. You say, Hey, I'll make a free video. All I have is time. That's all I can provide for you. So I'll, I'll make you a free video and you never know where that's going to go. So keep that in mind. If you're trying to work with a particular client, um, another way you could do it is if you want to impress a big client. So say I wanted to work for, I don't know, who's someone famous. Say I wanted to work for Aaron Rodgers. Now this, this might be a little blown out of proportion, but if I send Aaron Rodgers an Instagram DM and I say, Hey, I want to make a two hour documentary on you. You don't have to do anything. I'm just going to follow you around with a camera and then I'm going to produce it and I'm going to send you the video, right? Now, nothing that he doesn't have to do anything for that, right? He just has to say yes and just has to give up his privacy and let you be around. Now, obviously he has all the leverage, so you have to provide value and the value would be producing the video for him. So that's one way you want to get it. If you want to impress someone, a big client, or you want to maybe start a new line of work, like say you want to get into documentary filmmaking or you want to get into actual feature films, one way to get your foot in the door is to do free work or spec work, maybe do it up front. Now the fourth, the fourth thing or the fourth time when you should do free work is if it's a passion project. Now passion projects, these are one of my favorite things. Um, you almost, you almost do it just because you, you want to do it and you don't care if you get paid. So you, maybe you love what you're filming or maybe you really believe or can get behind the story. And that's, and that's kind of when you want to do a passion project. I'm doing one this summer for, well, I don't want to, I don't really want to tell you guys yet, but I'm doing a passion project this summer. Um, it's kind of going to be a documentary type thing. And I'm super excited about it mainly because it's something that I love and something that I used to be a part of that I want to give back to. So I'm doing that. And also it, it's kind of like what I talked about before. I want to get my foot in the door with documentary filmmaking and long type of long form content instead of short commercial work. So I feel like this get my foot in the door. I'm giving back to an organization that I was a part of. And if I do a good enough job, mainly maybe other people will want me to do the same type of work. And I can say, Hey, I did that one for free, but this is usually what I charge. Or if they say, Hey, that work you did with so-and-so was awesome. How much do you charge for that? And then you can give them a number, right? So that's the fourth reason of when I think you should work free passion projects. It's one of my favorite. I do them all the time. 
and it's a great way to sharpen your skills and hone your hone your ability to create great work so i really believe in that one um now let's talk about a couple things of when i think you shouldn't work for free the first time you shouldn't work for free in my opinion is if you are already established in your industry and it's not a passion project so that would be say you have a bunch of work under your belt you have done professional work for many businesses you have a great portfolio and someone comes to you and wants a video or they want some content produced and they say but we want it to be for free but it's not a passion project it's not something you love it's not something you really want to take your time your valuable time and and work on it for free then i then i would say no um don't don't take on a project for free just because someone can't pay for it which is number two when the client can't pay for it or afford you don't don't take it on just because they can't they it's not your fault that um that that you are charging money like it's a business you need to be making money so obviously if it's not a passion project and you're already pretty well established and your your work is very well known it's okay to turn people down for your work um if they some people just aren't the right fit for clientele so if it's okay to say no is what all i'm trying to say second thing if the client can't afford you or pay for you at all it's okay to just say hey i i know that you are looking for some video work and my prices may be too much for you to afford but i know someone that's up and coming in the industry that would maybe want the work and then maybe you can refer them to someone else and maybe that person that you refer them to if they get the job and they get some money even a smaller amount maybe they'll give you some kickback and you know it, it all comes around in a big circle in the end so if, if you don't want to do the work or you can't do the work it's always good to refer it to someone but don't don't take a video or a project for free if you're already established and you're already pretty well known and it's not a passion project it's okay to say no um the third reason or time you shouldn't work for free in my opinion is uh for family okay so the third time i think you shouldn't work for free is for family now this uh, this one obviously is a little bit um stingy a little bit you know take it as you wish take it with a grain of salt but even if you're someone in your family owns a business or wants some work done maybe it's not a passion project and maybe it's something you don't really want to do i wouldn't do it for free just because they're family now obviously discounted work you can for sure do that if you want to give your family a discount i do i do recommend that i mean they are family so maybe discount work but definitely don't do it for free because you're trying to run a business and they should understand that you need to make money as a business so it's it's not just hey you do videos so you can do this for me for free right so obviously discount work i totally can get behind that but for free definitely not um that's just in my opinion if, if you want to do free work for your family then then go for it um the more the merrier like i'm not your i'm not your boss i'm not your mom i'm not going to tell you what to do but in my opinion i'd just do it for a discounted price maybe lower than what you'd usually do it for and go from there so those are a couple those are a couple times when i don't think you should work for free um now let's let's wrap this up a little bit here let's talk about my strategies um for working for free i think the first strategy is if you're just starting i talked about this a little bit earlier but literally reach out to as many businesses as you can and say hey i'll make a free video for you or hey i'll run one free ad campaign for you or hey i'll do you one painting for your store 
whatever it might be, just reach out and ask as many people as you can until you get a portfolio under your belt. That's super, super, super important to be able to show other people and other businesses your portfolio and the work you've done. So make sure you actually get some work under your belt that you can show people. So that's my first strategy. Reach out to as many as you can, literally call them, walk into the business, say, hey, can I create a video for you? Do whatever you need to, send them a message on Facebook. A lot of the time, if it's free, they'll they'll let you do it because everyone loves free stuff. And you know, you never know what kind of relationship that might turn into in the future. Now, the second thing I'd recommend, some strategies, is once you work for free, upsell them a little bit, right? Or continue your relationship. Don't just do the free work and then say, okay, thanks for letting me do it, and then peace out, walk out of the building, right? Do the free work and then maybe say, hey, if you guys need more content, this is what I do and I'd, I'd love to do this for you some more, right? So try to upsell them. Don't just cut off the relationship right after you're done with that project, right? Keep going, keep trying to sell to them and continuing that relationship. So that kind of bleeds into my last strategy for you guys and that's to, to do extra while you're there. So if you're doing a free project, let's just say it's video. If you're doing a free video for a business and you walk in there and all you shoot is whatever you need for that video, you walk out, produce, and give it to them, you don't have anything, you don't have any leverage, right? Now, if I go into the same business and I film everything I need for the original agreed-upon free video, and then maybe I take some extra pictures of their food or if they're a food company, or maybe I take some pictures of the outside of their building, or maybe I take some other video clips and put them into an Instagram story, and I give them the free video and then they say, oh, awesome, it's great, I love it. Or maybe they say, oh, this sucks, I don't want it. Hopefully it's the first one, but if they say, yeah, I love it, this is awesome, thanks again. And then you can send them another email and say, I thank you for the opportunity to let me do the free video. Here is some more stuff that I took while I was there. Here's some pictures. If you guys wanna keep doing business together, this is what the work would be like. I just took these extra photos because I had time. I took this extra video because I thought it'd be cool and maybe throw a watermark over it when you send it to them just so they can't use it. Well, I mean they can, but at least your stuff would be on there if they did. But yeah, take some extra work and then say, here's what I can, here's what I can provide to you. Here's the value I can bring to you guys. So moral of the story, if you're doing a free video for a client, take extra content or take extra pictures or whatever you're doing. Maybe you're doing a painting, maybe paint them and then paint a smaller one that they would have an idea for maybe that you're doing paintings for a coffee shop wall you're like here's the here's the one you can put up but here's a smaller one you can put by your cash register just do just go the extra mile it's going to pay off in the long run more more times than not they're going to want to work together again unless your shit sucks then that's probably on you but literally just go that extra mile get that extra work done and use that to leverage them because they have all the leverage in the beginning and if, if you're not doing that, then you're never going to have any leverage, never going to have anything to, to pull with. So those are a few strategies I have for working for free. Hopefully they helped you guys. Um, they didn't take very much time. Some of them are probably pretty obvious, you know, just getting videos under your portfolio and taking extra content and stuff like that. But hopefully they helped you guys. Hopefully they can get your guys' foot in the door at some businesses or whatever you guys are doing. But definitely, definitely don't think working for free is a bad thing. I'm not saying work for free forever because obviously you, you need to get paid. It's a business you need to 
be able to sustain yourself with money, but definitely at the beginning doing free work is awesome. And if you want to do passion projects, I think that's awesome too. They really, they really allow you to just enjoy what you're doing and, and do your best work. So those are a few strategies when you should work for free, when you shouldn't work for free, hopefully to help you. If you have any questions about working for free, or maybe you have any questions about what my video company is that we talked about earlier, or maybe you have some questions about my strategies, or maybe you have some of your strategies yourself and you wanna you wanna give me some feedback. I'd love to learn. You know, I, I don't care if I'm wrong. Maybe you guys think I'm wrong, but I'd love to learn. I just I don't I wanna hear I wanna hear from you guys. So hopefully this helped you guys. Hopefully it helps you in the future. I'm still gonna live by these strategies and die by the strategies. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this. That's all I got for this episode of the podcast. Um thank you guys for listening. I think this is probably around 35 40 minutes so if you did watch or listen to the whole thing thank you guys very much i appreciate it it's means more than you think that you that you consume my content i know it's going to be slow here in the early stages but um i appreciate it a lot and thank you guys that uh have stuck around from the beginning so that's all i got for you i'll talk to you guys in the next podcast see you guys in the next video follow me on instagram at easton.bennett and at bennett creative media let's chat on there um, content daily on there and yeah, peace out. Thank you guys for listening and, uh, we'll see you in the next podcast or video. See you later.